feel like you're out for it, go for it, you know? I, I thought you were going to say deep blue as an eye drop because <clears throat> oh. that would be all in, but we're not going to recommend that here. Yeah. Or yes. Yes. Um, hey, just for fun, um, you, were, you were talking about videos and, you know, the old uh, video vault of, of the oldies and goodies. Oh, no. And I, and I thought it might be fun to do a little throwback because, you know, before the days of compliance, we, we used to have some real fun with videos. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's one of the leaders in doTERRA, Mandy Kuhn, who is just hilarious. And um, she made a little ditty that I thought I could share a clip of real quick. You okay with that? Let's roll with it. I figure, hey, it's doTERRA's birthday. Let's, let's get a little crazy here. Yes. So this, this is her video called, there's an oil for that, but I'm just gonna do a clip, okay? Yeah, let's hear it. Just a little classic for you there. <clears throat> Good times. Wish the wish we could post that online, but you know, compliance saying that there's an oil for that. Yeah. It's out there. It's pretty yeah. It's pretty limits. I just love that Dr. Hill's in the middle of that. I would love, I would have loved though, just it would have helped me take it one more level up if Dr. Hill had on like an open big V-neck shirt with a huge gold chain. Gold chain. Yeah, mm -hmm. like there's an oil for that, you know, like his stuff. <laughs> He's got an alter ego. We all do, don't we? You know, I would love to see him a little more thugged out. Totally. Yeah. 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 So Jennifer is asking, can we really not say there's an oil for that? So the video talks about really specific health issues. Yeah. And then, and then says there's an oil for that. So obviously that's where we're, where yeah. they cross the line. So, oh, good times. Oh, good times. reminiscing. Aren't we so grateful? <laughs> so grateful. Makes you feel like such an OG to be talking about the good old days. Yeah. Well, there's so much good that's going on in the in the current time too, right? The current orders and convention tickets are coming on sale pretty soon. And hopefully everyone is like getting themselves ready. We'd love to have you here live and in person. There's just nothing like being in the same room, right? I love Zoom. Don't get me wrong. I'm so grateful we do this every week because it does keep us connected. It nourishes that connection. And and the support there. And it's just like, man, we want to hug you live. Mm -hmm. You know, ain't nothing like the real thing. Ain't nothing like the real thing. So when is, can we remind us just so it's on our radar? When is convention? I believe it's September 14th through 17th. Okay. So let me just double confirm that. And yep. 14th through 17th. 14th through 17th. Okay. Yep. Be there, be square. Be there, be square. That's true. Okay, 14th through the 17th. Tickets go on sale in May. Is that right? Um, I'm trying to remember. Who can remind me the date that they go on sale? Kathy says yes. 
Yes. Yes to going on sale in May sometime. Yeah. Yeah. Linda says it's, they open up on her birthday. So happy birthday to you. Yay. Give yourself the gift of convention. Mm -hmm. Connection. Yeah. 18th of May. Love it. 18th of May. I might need to think about putting a little gathering together around that time. Right, wrong. We might need to do that. Y'all want to get together and hang out together during convention and do a little coaching and a little charcuterie, maybe charcuterie. <laughs> maybe give away some uh, free birch or something just for good yeah. old time's sake. Hey, I've got it. It's in the house. <laughs> yeah, let's give away some product. Um, yeah, stay tuned for that. I am. I am in more. I'm thinking live events. I'm thinking about a wedding for, you know, late summer, early fall. So that's also uh -oh. part of what I'm asking is like, I don't want to probably put my, uh, we're looking at dates and things about getting married. And it's like, yeah, we should probably plan that because we want that to happen soon. Are we but, thinking charcuterie board for the wedding? Is that why that keeps coming up? No, but I do love a good charcuterie board and I love coaching. And I love, uh, yeah, all good things. Speaking of giveaways though, um, pretty soon on my Instagrams, have you heard of Instagrams? Uh, yes. The Instagrams? Uh, isn't that on the interwebs? It's on the interwebs, Instagrams. Okay. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, my glow blend, this little beauty, I'm going to be doing a giveaway with this thing what? coming up soon. So if we're not friends yet on the Instagrams, follow me there. It's going to drop in the next few days. Uh, I'm not going to tell you exactly when, because one, I don't know, but number two, it, it is coming, what we have it planned to, we're doing a giveaway there. So if we're not friends on the Instagrams, follow, find me there. Let's get connected. And you can see when that giveaway drops, we're going to do a little awesome. glow blend, little glow blend giveaway. That's pure goodness right there. Yeah. Can I tell you a funny story? I was um, at a training on Saturday. Yeah. And, and my, one of my leaders he was like, okay, we're going to do this text blitz. And so whoever has gets the most, I'm going to give him a hundred dollars. And then he looks back to me and he's like, Hey, Andy, do you want to throw in a hundred dollars? And I'm like, well, now I do. Yeah. <laughs> in front I of 50 people. Now. I'm like, let's see, there's, there's no saying no to this. Yes, yeah. I do. <laughs> what training were you at? Uh, so we do the experience doTERRA every weekend, <clears throat> every weekend, uh, sorry, every, every month. And wow. so last weekend was the like, wow, that's really dialed up. It's <laughs> <laughs> like because that's what you guys need to be doing every single weekend with oh your gosh. crazy life right now. Yeah, that was a slip. Okay, he's putting on a good face, but these guys have a crazy life right now. So if you can just send them love, goodness, crumble cookie. Yep. We no. got a little, we got a little <laughs> wedding just around the corner, and yeah, little, little event center project going on that needs to be ready for that little wedding and. You know, was oh, that what we're calling it? The event center project. Okay. I love it. The house. Well, I can get you an ice cream machine for your wedding. Really? Son's wedding. Yeah. Okay. You're on. Yeah. That's a commitment. And then it's going to live in the event center though. <laughs> it's what we call a housewarming gift. Okay. Yeah. Like yep. <laughs> yes. Um, just as uh -oh. a Elizabeth Adams says, is Instagrams different from Instagram? It's not. I don't want to confuse anyone, make anyone con like concerned. Oh my gosh, I have to join a new, pro new platform. One is Instagram, one's Instagrams. 
it's just sometimes, you know, I don't know. One time I was somewhere and I just came out of my mouth where I was like, yeah, it's on the Instagrams, you know? So sometimes you just like to meddle, play with things. So you yeah. gotta keep things interesting, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, gotta mix it up. Yeah. Well, should we do some coaching today? I mean, we could probably mosey around to that. It's been a hot minute <laughs> since, you know, we're just having our little chit chat. I'd love to do some coaching. Can I share something coming up though, that while it's on online? So once a year, every May, I host a course called Mindset Makeover. It's four weeks, right? We go in detail about nourishing your mindset, intentional creation with your mindset. We talk also about your marketing mindset, your money mindset, and manifesting, putting yourself in good vibration. It's a month long. And in the beginning of the pandemic, we created a pick your own price point opportunity with this. I'd never done that before, but when things got a little bit challenging, you know, and the unique nature of what we were in, normally we just charged what we charged for it and its value, typically between 97 to 197. And now it's truly this just, you get to pick your own price point. We give you a couple of options and that way price doesn't exclude anyone from participating. And so it's something that we'd love to have you be part of. And if you want to join, it kicks off next Tuesday. It's Tuesdays in May. I cannot believe next week is May. Right. Yeah, that event center project needs to be hustling, man. Looming large. <laughs> it's May 1st on Sunday, everyone. But yeah, we kick off next Tuesday. If you'd like to join in, it's all recorded, has a gorgeous course workbook. But just for whether it's a refresh or you're like, I really want to just be part of this community and this energy, you can join us there. It's mymindsetmakeover.com, mymindsetmakeover.com. Jennifer is asking you, the levels of coaching differ with the price you pick. Nope. So it's all four weeks. And then there's a live coaching Q&A Zoom. Uh, and you own the course for life. Many of you have done Mindset Makeover in the past, right? If you have, welcome back. For some of you, if it's your first year, would love to have you be part of that. But it's just a really great, we only do this once a year, right? This once a year experience. I'd love for you to be part of that, especially, especially when we talk about your money mindset. It's the only place that I openly coach that material and do it once a year. And so you'd like to join in love to have you there. It's all recorded. So if you're there live, great. If not, you can catch the recording. We meet, Oilers is asking what time we meet at 12 noon mountain, which is 11 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Central and 2 p.m. Eastern is when we're on live. Okay. So I was just awesome. speaking of coaching, we have that coaching opportunity that's kicking off and that will be part so of it cool. is on Zoom. We do have a Facebook group with it as well. Thank you so much for offering that. I love all the different levels of, of play. You know, people can come yeah. once in a while on Wednesday, they can jump in, you know, with both feet and, and commit big time. And, and you just always pour in so much value. So thank you for that. Oh, so fun. It just, it's like getting our mind because your life does follow, you know, I love to say your mind or your life is in steep pursuit of where your mind lives right? The power of having a well-nourished mindset and the power of your thoughts. And that's really one of the things that's been up for me today. And I think of you often, I just, while I was getting ready this morning and, you know, getting prepared to get on this call and doing hair and makeup and all that good stuff. Um, I was listening to a podcast with Byron Katie and about four weeks ago, I pulled out her book, loving what is. And I often 
Brett and I were talking about this over the weekend. I said, Andy, you're just so well versed in her work. And I love Byron Katie. Love, love, love Byron Katie's work. And she's just inviting you to question your thoughts at times, to poke holes in your thinking. And I just invite you to think about that. And one thing she says here in her material that I just love is she says, there's no new emotions, right? Consider that loves. There's no new emotions. And so I love reminding myself of that because sometimes, you know, I, I've talked about my eighth grade self, right? When I was in the eighth grade, I was highly insecure. I was, you know, just regularly you're thinking about how do I look? How do I sound? I mean, did any of you love junior high? Because there's always maybe an anomaly or two, maybe in this group, but I, junior high was just atrocious, right? Like, oh my gosh, no self-confidence, no self-esteem. I had a perm. Some of you might be too young to even know what that is, but like my hair was permed. I had this red Afro, so insecure, just all this stuff. And it's just interesting of like our different emotions from positive to negative is how often like the same things that probably triggered you five years ago can trigger you today. Maybe not with the same, you know, same level of sting or something like that, but it's just really looking at your thoughts. And one of the things I was thinking about with our group specifically is when you think a thought, right? And she gives you the work, right? The work.com. And she talks about, you know, you, you poke holes, you question your thinking, right? Can I know this is true? And even if you say yes, how do I, how do I react when I believe the thought? Let's say you have a thought, like, for instance, here with doTERRA. You have a thought, I should be fill in the blank by, of a rank by now. I should be silver by now. I should be diamond by now. I should be somewhere other than I am. Or this person shouldn't be bugging me or doing X, Y, or Z or what they're up to in the world, right? But it's really just that inquiry is looking at the power of your thoughts, the power of your thinking. And I love when you just look at that as whatever I'm thinking, it's like, how do I react when I believe the thought, right? That someone should be different than they are or should... My children should respect me or listen to me, or my doTERRA business should be, or I should be, and whatever it might be. And often you're probably feeling stress, right? When you're believing the thoughts. And then it's like, who would I be without the thought? This is hard. This should be different. That person should change. And what you're after and what you get to with a lot of her work is freedom. But just even knowing you guys is just because you think a thought doesn't mean it's true but your thoughts produce emotions, right? So it's thinking about your thinking is when I think a thought, for instance, gosh, I'm so, um, I'm behind or I'm disorganized or I'm overwhelmed. When I think thoughts like that, or gosh, I'm, I need to be this or that is how often then those thoughts produce those negative emotions or those feeling experiences. And so that's something I've just been in active time listening to, reminding myself of, but this, as we're talking about mindset, is the power of thinking your think, you know, choosing thoughts that you choose to think and then choose to reinforce and to believe, right? So Andy, anything you want to add to that, but it's just the reminder of that great work of how often our suffering is in our thoughts. Because technically, wherever you're at is just what is, right? It's real, what is. It's our thinking about the experience, about the person, about the challenge, about the circumstance that's creating the suffering. Yep, totally. I love her line that all suffering is rooted in believing our thoughts. 
Yeah. So, so just look at them. Just, just question your thoughts. Do go into inquiry, as she calls it. It's just, oh, she is such a light. We Natalie and I've been to her live events both times. She's come to Salt Lake, and she just glows like she is. Ah, oh, yeah, such mm. a beautiful soul. Yeah, so grateful for her work, and and I I use it on the regular. You know, mm -hmm. just. Just two Sundays ago, I had one of our top leaders whose marriage is on the rocks. And so we did the work, went through the Byron Katie four questions, did the turnaround. Um, it's just, yeah, I love what um, Ruth says, get a coach for Byron Katie work. It helps so much. So mm -hmm. yeah, she has, she has certified coaches and then she has bona fide knockoffs like myself who are not certified. Mm -hmm. <laughs> But yeah, she has a, a great resource-rich website, thework.com, and different free things there and forms to download. But it's true, is like again, a lot of times it's just like when I get myself all in a tither, it's because I'm believing my thoughts. Mm -hmm. And they often, you know, again, like when I'm in those those feelings, you can look at, you know, you're often thinking something like, oh, I'm you're thinking something about yourself or about someone else or about circumstance. I also love, she clarifies, there's three types of business. There's your business, there's God's business, and there's other people's business. And a lot of times also our suffering is because we're meddling in either God's business or other people's business, right? And how people should be behaving, doing, believing. And I get it. Like, I'm not saying these are necessarily always easy concepts to apply, but the reality of just how often our suffering is coming from our thoughts and or we're meddling, right? In other people's business, things you can't control. It's like, oh, I just get to work on my own thoughts and my own thinking and coming back to that. I love Elizabeth Gilbert. She's the author of Eat, Pray, Love says you should choose your thoughts like you choose your clothes, right? Like we're intentional. Sometimes we just put something on, no biggie. But if we're going out to a specific meeting, a nice date, a gathering, a gala, you know, or we're, you know, we're wherever we're off to, we're intentional about, the clothing we put on. And she says similar with your thoughts is choose your thoughts like you choose your clothing is, oh, wait, is that really what I want to wear today? Right? Do I really want to try that thought on? Because it's just a thought. You can believe the thought I am, I am perfectly, you know, I'm in exactly where I'm meant to be today. And I'm trusting and life is working in my favor. God has my back. You can believe those thoughts or the, or the opposite is like, life is working against me. Nothing works out. I'm so behind. I'm not attractive. I'm not smart. I'm this, I'm that, whatever. Like they're just thoughts. They're not truth, but we, we think them enough that they become so familiar. They can feel like truth. Yeah. They're not. They're just thoughts. Did you ever hear of Murphy's law? Tell me. So I, I don't, I remember seeing a book and um, it's basically the, the guidebook to failure when it comes to mindset. Like it's things like, um, if something can go wrong, it will, mm. you know, like, um, you know, given never underestimate the stupidity of, I mean, it's just like nothing, but like Debbie Downer, you know, things like life sucks, you know, the only two things in life, you, you know, taxes and death and mm. the whole thing, it's like Murphy's law. And 
And as I, the longer I live, I'm like, oh my gosh, like who actually took those thoughts, collected them together and put them in print? Like, <laughs> oh, what kind of reality are they after? And, and I, I remember hearing about that all the time, especially growing up. Oh, Murphy's Law, you know? And so, gosh, choose those thoughts carefully, man. Like, just because somebody said it, just because, yeah, exactly. Who would buy the book? Um, just because it's uh, old wisdom or, or somebody passed it down, is it really worth preserving and passing on and, and taking in? You know, like we, we choose to internalize or to try on something new with every thought, every word. And so thank you for that reminder, Tiff, to be in choice, to be conscious. Um, we, we talked a lot about that last week, just the key to success is consciousness management. Mm -hmm. Manage your thoughts, manage your consciousness, mm -hmm. and, and reality catches up with yeah. thoughts. Yeah, so true. So, so true. And I just, oh gosh, I just love again, the reminder and the awareness of like, oh, just because I think it doesn't make it true. Yeah. And then come back to the ownership of, I can choose to change the channel, right? Like if you're watching or listening to something you don't like, change the channel. Well, same thing in your thoughts is like, you have other things to choose from. I'm not saying it's always again, familiar, but it can become such where we just realize, wait, I'm not going to choose to keep thinking that thought. Cause it mm. makes how it's making me feel or what's it's creating. And, and just like you're saying, consciousness and intention is choosing to, to do so. And to choose that your mindset is like any other muscle in the body mm -hmm. is that you want to be intentional and you're working that out as you're intentional with your mindset too. It's, sometimes I, I think we forget, I know I can forget this too, that we don't just stumble into a good mood or stumble into a bad mood, right? There's an equation that's happened there is it's like, oh, wait, I was thinking this thought, felt this emotion, took this behavior or, or didn't take an action because again, I'm thinking or feeling what I'm, you know, I'm producing that. And it's just the awareness, like, oh, I get to be intentional and I get to, you know, nourish my mind. That's why, again, I love mindset work. I love this course coming up in the month of May. It just puts us in such a great space of intentional creation because again, all things, when I worked for Stephen Covey all those years ago, Stephen Covey is the author of that New York Times bestselling book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And that was on the New York Times bestselling list for like a decade or more. And I remember one of the things I learned working with him and from that material is that all things are created twice, right? All things are, there's two creations, first mentally or spiritually, right? You see it, there's a vision, you blueprint it, you're working through the blueprint, you're, you're creating in a mental space, right? And then second, physical form. So there's two creations, you know, my, there's the mental or mindset creation slash spiritual creation, the, the idea, the vision, and then there's the physical creation. And so similar, like part of, I've loved the last few years it's been quite a journey, but I've loved being, you know, being connected with you and Natalie and seeing at times watching the fruition of the vision of what you've been building literally from the ground up. And I remember we first, when we first visited the property before the rocks had been moved and the, it was just a heap of land and then seeing it get cleared and then seeing, 
you know, you know, the formation and all of it. And then every time we've, you know, visited the progress of how it's come to fruition. I know it's been longer than you wanted for by a while, <laughs> but it's a true, like watching it, just the power of creation as it was first an idea mindset blueprinted and then step-by-step step, it's come into to formation in physical form. Well, yeah. similar with all of our lives, we're all the architect of our lives. And it starts first in the mind is that your, I love to say your mind must arrive at the destination before your life does. And so you're in creation first mentally or in your mindset to then help you create what you're desiring, you know, in your home, in your moods, in your marriage, in your business, in your, you know, ideas and so forth. So anyway, it's, those are just some thoughts and the Byron Katie work is a great resource. I know some of you in the chat box are just lighting that up. You already know her work and that might be a, an invitation to come back to her for some of you brand new to her, but I think it's a great resource, especially when you're like, gosh, I'm just, I'm really struggling with a person or I'm in a, in a funk or I'm struggling with the circumstance or, or myself or whatever it might be. Amen. Amen. Bring it. <clears throat> well, let's open it up. Go ahead and raise your hand if you want to come in and talk about whatever you're up against. And um, I saw some great um, questions Kathy was asking. So um, Kathy, you've been on with us before. Um, go ahead and unmute yourself if you want to uh, come on live. Um, that's a, a juicy topic. Uh, Stephanie's asking, what is the Byron Katie book? Loving What Is, I think is her best work. I do. Um, it's basically just her taking people through the four questions and the turnaround, uh, the whole book. Um, audiobook, I prefer just because you can hear the intonation and you can hear the other person, and it's just really, really rich. So, um, but she's also written, um, gosh, five or six other great books. I, I would start with Loving What Is, though. Kathy, good morning. Morning, guys. How are you, friend? You know what? <laughs> That's always a funny answer. Um, we're we're you know we're choosing we're we're choosing <laughs> to be <Awesome>. okay. <laughs> Fantastic. So go ahead yeah. and tell us the question that you were you were um, putting the chat. Yeah. In. Yeah. So um, and honestly, a lot of the talk that you guys just gave is a good answer, but um, sometimes I look for a little bit more. So we'll see. Um, have you ever been like so inspired, right? Sitting there thinking, okay, what can my next step be? You're praying, you're doing whatever you need to do to be intentional and connected. And you feel really inspired to create this, right? This idea, this plan, this event, this something, and it feels right. And as you're planning it, like you're excited and you connect with people to collaborate with it and it goes good. And then like it flops, like nobody signs up, nobody registers. And then it's kind of like, I know you all just talked about thoughts. So this might just be like, yeah, we just answered your question, but what do you do in that moment to stop yourself from thinking, why was I inspired to do that if it wasn't going to work? Why did that feel so right and so good that whole time for no one to accept it or receive it? 
right? So is it me? Was it not real inspiration? Was it this? And then, you know, that can spiral to like, well, yeah, this is more evidence that nobody values what I put out there. This is more evidence that I'm not the cool kid. This is more, you know, if we go back to middle school and all of that, you know, so when you feel so inspired and something doesn't work, how do you guys cultivate the best learning from that experience instead of thinking, why was I given that inspiration if it wasn't going to pan out? This is so good. I know. Tiffany's like edge of her seat. Mm -hmm. You go. So I, I, again, what I love about when Kathy shares and I love about when many of you share is we just have real talk. And I just love real talk. But I think about, here's what comes to my mind and my, in my spirit and my, the impression is that part of my life evolving and my growth experience for me, I believe, and for, I mean, this is my belief, so I own it as a belief, is to become more like my creator. And my creator is creating all the time, regardless of outcomes. But it's just like the tree that's outside my office window right now, and it's getting some blooms on it and so forth. There's a lot of times I never even see the tree. I don't acknowledge it. I don't appreciate the creation. It, I'm not giving it any attention, but that tree doesn't quit just blooming and being beautiful. And God doesn't quit creating because no one notices it or signs up or comes. And so part of ideas and inspiration for me when I'm fleshing them out is I'm growing in my creatorship, if that makes sense, or my creativity. And I'm having, I'm loving the process of creating. I think you've already answered for yourself. It's what you make it mean about yourself. Andy's phenomenal at bringing us back to that thought process regularly is we're meaning making creatures and we make things mean things. We attach meaning to them. No one comes to your event or they didn't say yes, or I didn't get as many likes on this post or this thing happens and we make it mean things. And that's where, you know, where we get ourselves in, you know, tethered up and the opportunity, but that beautiful tree is going to keep blooming and doing its thing all different seasons all year round, whether I acknowledge it or not, regardless of outcome, it's in creation mode and God is in creation mode and you are in creation mode. We, the difference between me and the tree or you and the tree, or even an animal is we have the power of thought and choice and human will. Right. And so not that why be waxing very philosophical here on a Wednesday morning, but it's just the reminder of you. And I love the real talk is you guys so many times over the years, like I've launched different things or put different things out there. And some things have done extremely well, right. In terms of people, a lot of signups, a lot of sales, right. What we'd call extremely well, but I've also had some things that fell flat completely on their face, you know, and you're like, well, well, that was uh, joyful <laughs> crickets, you know? But I always learned and then it was like, okay, you know, and you keep taking the willingness to take the action and to create and the joy of it. I remember my very first workshop I hosted here in Salt Lake City, Utah in Jan in February of 2010, right? 12 years ago. And the name of that workshop, Andy, you'll love this, was called Success Strategies. Ooh. You know me and I, oh, isn't that so sad? Success Strategies. <laughs> 
one day workshop, love the alliteration. My first workbooks, you should, you know, I have these things for just like vintage pieces of fun, but I remember my very first workshop, I had 37 people sign up to attend. And you might be thinking, wow, that's not bad, Tiff. You know, that's pretty, you know, it's a good start. Put yourself out there. My very first workshop, 37 people. Well, behind the scenes, you'll, you would know that 30 of those 37 people were like my family and friends doing me a major solid to come to my very first one day workshop in the launch. But the point is, is that that taking that step, that imperfect action, the willingness to try, the willingness to put myself out there, knowing I understand those nerves and fears, I get it. But it's like, I've now hosted events where there's over a thousand people in the room of my own events, let alone, you know, speaking on other people's platforms. I would never be and created what's happened today if I wasn't willing to put myself out there repetitively. And again, some things, you know, have a lot of response and some things it's crickets. So Tiff, can I ask uh, my own question on that? Mm -hmm. um, how, how do you draw the line and decide when to keep investing in a project that feels inspired and when do I pull the plug? Yeah. Like how, when, when do I say, okay, that was for learning, that was for growth and it's time to move on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Great question. That's a great question and discernment. And so for me, it's being discerning for me between spirit slash intuition and chatter in my mind. And what helps me discern is if my own self-care is in a good space, I'm, reg I'm regularly in prayer or meditation and I'm nurturing the ability to hear, you know, sometimes you call it the still small voice but quiet, right? Even if that's not, you know, that can be attributed to religious language, but even in language of all spiritual teachers, a lot of times you get, you know, again, it's like, I need solace. I need alone time, solitude. It's in nature. It's in my home. It's in prayer and meditation is in your in counsel and that you trust the knowing. Does that make sense for me? And so that there's times where I'm like, you know, God, I felt really clear about creating this or this person. I remember when I was getting divorced, which that's an interesting personal growth experience, right? And that I don't encourage or in, you know, divorce after a lot of thought and things, but it's something where I know I had a clear confirmation witness impression to get married. And I had a clear impression when it was time to release that marriage and that learning and that experience. And then there was part of me that grappled for a while with like, well, why would I have had an answer to get married if it wasn't going to last? Right. Cause we always make it about, well, that it quote works out. Well, what does work out mean? I believe God for me, God, goddess, universe, whatever languaging is yours. is like, you're here to grow and to learn. You're here to progress. You make progressive steps, you progress, you know, in terms of we sometimes, well, it's only a success if how many, how many people need to come to the class to know it's a success. One person comes or a thousand people come or how many likes is enough likes on Instagram, right? And that's all relative and it's just, it's always changing. And so being able to discern that is just because quote, something doesn't work out and what we make that mean doesn't mean it wasn't so great for our progression. I think sometimes um, 
I don't think, I know sometimes I have this expectation, right? There's expectation and intention. And I went into this with prayer and intention. My intentions for this is to help all these people. But deep down inside of me, there was expectation that because it felt right, because I thought I did all these things, because it felt so empowering, I expected getting 30 people would be easy. And so when like zero happened, you know, those expectations punch you in the gut. And so, so I think it's definitely always just that good reminder to be just because it didn't happen, didn't mean you didn't grow just because zero people showed up. Didn't mean you didn't learn something amazing. And maybe it was timing, right? Maybe this is a great idea that you just cultivate on a little bit better and, and give it in a different way. But, and it's definitely like, you got to get your pride out of the way. I think for me, there's a lot of pride. Yeah. And you're okay to have that. Like you're not wrong for those feelings. It's just the awareness to the point is just because we don't get the outcome. Like the tree outside the window isn't like, well, fine, I'm not blooming anymore. Cause you're not acknowledging me. I'm not getting an outcome that I want from my blooming and from my growing. And we're not wrong to want outcomes. We're not wrong to set goals or to have intentions. It's just the awareness that, you know, and to Andy's question though, cause there are times that you complete a project or you complete a relationship or that you make a new choice and you let something go, even if at one time it was super inspired. Right. Mm. And so because similar, like I was just sharing open and vulnerably, like getting divorced, I never thought that would be the case, you know, of that experience, because I'd felt so led guided into the relationship, into making the choice to get married. And you'd think, well, and you know, and then life, but people, we have our agency and choices and making new choices and different decisions and so forth. The point is, is just because I, I didn't stay married doesn't mean it wasn't a super valuable experience. Right. right. Similar to creation in my business, at times there's courses or things I've created and some things have had a very six, quote successful outcome and some have not, or some things I've done for, did for a season or for several years, that was really great. And then there was a new season where I want to shift this or it's time to change this. And so when it comes to some of the decision-making around discernment, that really comes from I think that deeper space of knowing and where you're nourishing mm-hmm. your spiritual roots and whatever that means to people and how they receive their discernment of, do I continue on with this today? Because it was right in one season, maybe it's, it's, mm-hmm. shifted, you know, <laughs> do I continue on with this today, even though it was right in one season? Yeah. I can give a hearty amen to what you were saying, Kathy, about timing, because about 20 years ago, Natalie and I found a property in Provo, Utah, that was this like industrial building. It was, it had a huge meeting space on the first level, and then there were offices on the second level, and then there was this crap attic, and we're like, oh my gosh, we could live up in that attic, and there was no yard, you know, we had young children. And we're like, oh my gosh, this is the perfect space. And we did everything in our power to try to buy that, that property. You know, we were thinking of events and we're thinking of, um, you know, a home for our family. And I'm so grateful that God spared us that desire, like at that time, like it was so, it would have been a train wreck of a project and it probably would have, 
it would have distract for sure would have distracted us from our our mission, our purpose. I don't know if we would have found doTERRA if we were stuck there in that project. And so it was totally a timing thing. And, and I can see that now it's super easy in hindsight, but um, it hurt at the time. It was like, oh my gosh, like this, we've done everything in our power. And, and it felt right. It felt so right at the time. So anyways, I, I can totally hear you on, on timing. And thank you Tiff for those nuggets on, um, just inspiration, uh, intuition, uh, listening, you know, how can you use me today, God? You know, like, let me be detached from yesterday's inspiration, yesterday's like right. specifics. Um, how can you use me today? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's where the discernment comes in because sometimes the answer is keep going, push through and and learn and, and pivot and keep trying and put yourself out there, right? The willingness to persist is a, is a really powerful lesson. And sometimes the, the lesson is persist. Sometimes the lesson is pivot or shift it up or change it up. But it's the, just because the outcome didn't happen, I think the bigger life lesson that you know and that you're already aware of is your own self-talk about what you're making it mean. Yeah. Right. Because sometimes we teach, I have a YouTube video out there called reframe rejection. And it's just like, like Kathy, if I asked you today to say, Hey, do you want to have lunch tomorrow? And you tell me, no, I can really take that personal, right. And feel offended by that or, or feel sad or gosh, maybe I'm just, I'm this, I'm this, I'm that. Well, you weren't having lunch with me before I asked you, and you're still <laughs> not having lunch with me after I asked you. So I'm technically the same. It's what, again, we make it mean is like, well, people didn't come. It must mean this about me. Or if this didn't happen or only, or we had a, a smaller turnout than my quote to your point expectation, it must mean this versus it's, it doesn't actually mean anything and rejection, which is what we all just so don't want to feel. And so we, sometimes then we don't take any action. We don't put ourselves out there. We don't post the class. We don't make the call. We don't invite someone. We don't sample them because at all costs, we want to avoid the feeling of rejection. Mm. And so then we don't, then we're like, well, how come my doTERRA business isn't growing? Because you're not contacting people, guys. You're not reaching out. You're not hosting. You're not inviting. You're not sampling. You're not educating. And that requires a degree of quote risk. But I think it's riskier not to share truthfully. It's just how you're managing your mindset around what you're making all those things mean. Yeah. And so you will avoid over and over again, any scenario where I might have to risk, I could be rejected, therefore I won't. And then, but then I'll tell the story, well, this just doesn't work. Mm -hmm. No, yeah. it's like, I'm, am I willing to put myself out there? And again, a lot of rejection just has to do with how we're interpreting experience and in trust and in flow versus like, no, I'm going to keep inviting. I'm going to keep hosting. I'm going to keep gathering. And I know with time that persistence will pay off may not pay off today, but I'm in the process. I'm in the, in the experience of growing and I'm going to keep choosing the growth move, right? Growth and comfort. They rarely hang out together. Yeah. So it's something around like, okay, I'm going to keep growing. I'm going to keep putting myself out there versus I'm going to avoid any potential opportunity to be rejected at all costs. I'm not going to, I don't want to feel that we're more often when we're afraid of something, we're afraid of the feeling 
because we've all lived through rejection. We've all lived through something didn't work out. We picked ourselves up and moved on, but it's our fear is we're afraid to feel the feeling. I don't want to feel insecure. I don't want to feel rejected. I don't want to feel those feelings again. And it's like, okay. Yeah, that's true. Because when you do get hurt, you don't want to relive that, right? In a relationship, when somebody breaks your heart, then you're afraid to either retrust that person or retrust another relationship because you don't want to feel that hurt or that no-show or those things. So yeah, I can 100%. I don't want to feel like she crap anymore, right? Like I just don't want to feel crappy anymore. Yeah. But that's in your thoughts. It's not in the experience. Yeah. And that's okay. And it's just, it's a practice of like, okay. So I would start to, I remember years ago, years ago, when I went out to my very first like personal development workshop, um, very, and I didn't know what to experience. It literally was my very first personal development workshop. And when we checked in, we got a workbook and we got three juggling balls. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And throughout the workshop, we would take different breaks and we would practice juggling. And at first my brain was, what was this? This is ridiculous. I did not, why am I here? We're learning to juggle, but it was such a great lesson of how your brain was responding. And, you know, you start with one ball and you just put back and forth and then there's two, and then you're trying to get to three. But every time you drop the ball, the lesson was you literally had to say out, out loud, oh, what fun. It's a really powerful exper- experiential exercise because again, my mindset going into it was like, we are adults. This is not, what are we doing? Why are we juggling? You know, but every time we dropped a ball, we had to say out loud, oh, what fun. Oh, what fun. Oh, what fun. Cause it's a pattern interrupt. Mm-hmm. Oh, what fun. oh, what fun. And you could say, oh, I'm growing. What fun. Mm-hmm. I'm learning. I'm progressing. Oh, what fun. Versus. Mm-hmm. I'm a dork. I'm not liked. I'm not loved. I'm not successful. I'm not enough at this. Oh, my goodness. Is you can read, you can interrupt the pattern of the thinking is that, oh, and it was so awesome. The end of that workshop of how much you became aware of your inner chatter and a chosen override. Because again, our facilitators were like, every time you drop a ball, when they would, and again, they would t- probably take two or three of these breaks a day. And we do all this juggling in the midst of this growth workshop. It was a great application exercise of, oh, what fun. Oh, what fun is rewiring the brain of what you make it mean. And the thoughts of failure, like, I'm just not good at juggling. I'm not coordinated or I'm really good at this or I'm not, or I'm this and all the ways we're making judgments and realizing you're just, it's a neutral, whether you juggle or not drop a ball or not. It's, it just is, it's not positive. It's not negative, but it's what Uh we mean and overriding the old tapes of, oh, what fun. Oh, I'm learning. Okay. I'm growing fun. Right. You know, and just it's, these are practices, loves, these are practices. And so I'm not saying to you, it's okay that you feel the feelings. I don't want you laying judgment on top of the sadness, the disappointment, the discouragement. It's just the awareness though, that it's like, okay, I can feel it. I'm just not going to put all this stock in it and belief and energy into it. Yeah, it makes me think of saying I tell people, why don't I tell myself this, but we give, we make our emotions bigger than what we actually are. And so then it becomes overwhelming and then it becomes too much. And then it becomes all this because we gave it all that power. And so like you're saying, the ball dropped 
it's not because you're a terrible person and you suck and you'll never know how well the ball just dropped like it dropped so just pick it back up yeah like <laughs> um okay thanks guys hmm. thanks for hopping on with us always always, always good always got to share a few tears we're good <laughs> oh love it so much i mean this has oh, been so rich and juicy of like practicing some of these ways of oh my gosh right like oh how we often are thinking how we're feeling how we're interpreting and just realizing oh maybe i can choose to change this because again by knowing there's no new emotions it's like when i feel the same triggers come on it's like the real opportunity of growth isn't that the triggers go away they won't the weeds always return that's natural law of the life we're in in human form and on the earth the weeds return your triggers return so it's not if they're coming it's when but knowing and not to live in fear of that but to just realize like as we practice these skills that we say okay i what where is the opportunity of growth is how do i respond to them when they come up and for me, the bigger, what I put my energy on is not if they come up because they do is can I close the loop faster? Can I catch it versus it? You know, some thoughts used to like face plant me for two full days. They'd emotionally just put you in a tailspin and you get face planted. And now it's like, okay, can I close the loop or, oh gosh, I'm frustrated or I'm scared or I'm afraid or I'm insecure, whatever the thing is that's come up. And can I close that loop faster? And maybe it's 15 minutes, you know, um, or, or a sh shorter experience than, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm thrown off now for a week or two because I didn't get invited to this thing or this event, as she was saying, didn't turn out the way I'd hoped and so forth. So y'all, this is so good. This is such mm. rich, this is the work, right? Daily work of like, oh, that's right. I'm out of my lane. I'm back in my lane. I'm out of my lane, back in my lane. And we're in practice. Yeah. So true. And, and life is practice, you know, every, the, the longer I live, the more I realized like, um, it's just about, life is pretty much a game. And, and so rather than focusing on like the finals, mm. just, just stay in practice. You know, marriage is practice. Business is practice. Creation is practice. So, um, yeah, just keep practicing. Yeah, so good. Mm, thank you so much, Tiff, for sharing your light today. Oh, you too, my friend. I've missed you guys. It's so nice to be back. Mm. To be back here. With have you. Yeah, I've we'll missed be back you. Together. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll hey. see you guys next Wednesday in when we're in the month of May. I know. My goodness. Keep sharing the love. Okay. Have a good week, everyone. We'll see you soon.